In a recent appearance on the Pod Save America podcast, Hillary Clinton shared her thoughts on the Convention of States. In her thoughts, she employed what I like to refer to as the con-con-con. Why don't we listen to her comments and see if you can spot the con-con-con. Also remember, the right wing, aided and funded by Mercer's, Koch brothers, etc., is very serious about calling a constitutional convention. They need 34 states. Last I checked, they were like at 28, 29. Part of their gerrymandering is to control state legislatures, elect Republican governors, and to call a constitutional convention. And if you really get deep into what they are advocating, limits on the First Amendment, no limits on the Second Amendment, limits on criminal justice. I mean, there is a very insidious right-wing agenda. This is the Free to be Free podcast, encouraging you to assert your liberty because you are free to be free. Well, Hillary sure packed a whole bunch of scary stuff in that brief 40 seconds, didn't she? I heard talks of gerrymandering, limits on the First Amendment, no limits on the Second Amendment, right-wing conspiracies, limits on criminal justice, and it just sounds like it's a scary, scary thing. But what I really wanted to focus on is her use of what I call the con-con-con. Now, if you were listening closely, she actually used it twice. Now, the con-con-con is when someone refers to an Article 5 convention for proposing amendments as a constitutional convention, or con-con for short. Now, she used the term constitutional convention twice. But using that term, constitutional convention or con-con, is a con because it's not the truth. A constitutional convention is a meeting of the states for the purposes of writing a new constitution and throwing out the old. Now, an Article 5 convention for proposing amendments is very, very different. It's limited in its scope, it's limited in what it can address, and it is done under the rules of the Constitution and can propose amendments, single amendments, not a whole Constitution. And any amendments proposed have to be ratified by the states before they become part of the Constitution. But here, here's the reason I, would, I really want to focus on this single issue is you should tune your ear to when you're hearing somebody talk about or reading an article regarding the Article 5 convention movement that you're attuned to seeing them use words like constitutional convention or con-con because that should be a clear indicator to you of one of two things. Either the person is using it as a con, they, they understand the difference, and they're deliberately referring to it as a constitutional convention or a con-con 
to engender some fear of the process, to, to gin up uh, opposition, or this could be something innocent and the speaker or the writer is just not as educated as they should have be before talking about the topic. So I encourage you to use the CONCON contest when you're hearing about an Article 5 convention as a way to gauge either the, how genuine the speaker is or how educated they are on the topic. And just listen with discernment, listen with your ears open, and don't fall into that con that an Article 5 convention is a constitutional convention. Now, I want to also spend a little bit of time on some of the other things that, that Hillary mentioned in that soundbite. There, there's just so much red meat there. The first thing I want to mention is her reference to gerrymandering. I, gerrymandering, if you're not aware of what it is, it's a technique that's been around since the founding of our country, and it's been practiced by both political parties. And... What happens is legislative districts have to be redrawn every 10 years. And what tends to happen is the party that's in power in the state legislature will draw districts that they feel will favor keeping them in power. And the two techniques that are often used are packing and cracking. So packing is when you take your opposition party and you try to draw a district where it's loaded up with their supporters. So you're kind of seeding uh, victory to them in a few districts. And then the remaining districts, you try to make sure that your party's in power. The other technique that's called cracking is where you try to dilute the votes of your opposition by spreading them out amongst many districts, which you overload with your own supporters. So that, that's just a little bit on what gerrymandering is. Now, I imagine she brought that up just because it's newsworthy right now uh, with a case uh, coming before the Supreme Court in this term, uh, Gill versus Whitford, which is a, a Wisconsin case. I'm, I assume I'm probably going into too much detail at this point. But what's important to know is that any of the Convention of States type of movements, Article 5 movements, and the Convention of States in specific, has nothing to do with gerrymandering. Uh, that's something the political parties do on their own. They've done it to each other uh, since the creation of our nation, and it has actually nothing to do with the Article 5 process. Related to that, she refers to the Article 5 movements as right-wing uh, sponsored, and nothing could be further from the truth. I, the Convention of States is a bipartisan, nonpartisan, I guess I should say, movement, <clears throat> and there are other Article 5 movements, both on the left and the right, so to call all of that right-wing is, is simply disingenuous, and it, it also strengthens the case that gerrymandering has nothing to do with this because there's no partisanship behind it. Now, I was very amused to her, hear her refer to one of the agenda items of the Convention of States is to put limits on the First Amendment. And nothing could be further from the truth. But what is interesting is there is 
an Article 5 movement, which is trying to do exactly that, put limits on the First Amendment. The name of that movement is Wolfpack, and its primary goal is to overturn the uh, Supreme Court ruling of Citizens United versus the Federal Election Commission. And that's one that has Hillary's name all over it. Uh, it, it was an attempt to limit speech uh, by associations of people, by corporations, and the Supreme Court rulings have basically shut that down, uh, that opposition. And so it's really one of Hillary's own that are trying to limit the First Amendment. And under the Convention of States resolution, it would be impossible to bring up any limits to the First Amendment. Any amendment proposals under the Convention of States have to limit the scope and, and size of the federal government, uh, limit federal spending, fiscal restraints on the federal government, or impose term limits. There is nothing that could fit those descriptions that would impact the First Amendment. It's kind of amusing, too, that then she turns to the Second Amendment and says that we're trying to place no limits on the Second Amendment. And that left me scratching my head, where on the one hand, Hillary implies that li placing limitations on one of our liberties, the First Amendment, is a bad thing. And then in the case of another one of our liberties, the Second Amendment, not limiting it is a bad thing. It's just disingenuous for her to state that certain of the rights in the Bill of Rights are okay to be limited and others should not. The truth of the matter is our rights in the Bill of Rights are there so that they are not limited by government. Well, and then she throws in this passing statement that the Convention of States wants to place limits on criminal justice. That one just came out of left field, and quite honestly, I have no idea what she's talking about there. Finally, she throws in this correct statement that a, a Convention of States needs 34 states to pass a resolution in order to call the convention, but then she throws out that you know think, she thinks we have 28 or 29 some states that have passed a resolution. So what she's doing here is actually mi mixing up a number of the different Article 5 movements. I, the Balanced Budget Amendment Task Force is the one that claims the most passed resolutions uh, at 27. However, the issue there is that not all of the resolutions are the same, and there's certainly going to be an aggregation issue. Uh, Wolfpack, the, the one that's looking to limit the First Amendment to undo uh, the Citizens United decision has passed their resolution in five states, but again, they are not all identical, so they're going to have some aggregation problems. And then, of course, the Convention of States has passed 12 states thus far, and each of our resolutions are identical. So what we like to say is we will be in convention when they're in court trying to aggregate their resolutions. So there's my take on Hillary's comments, but the key thing I wanted to use this for was an example of how you can keep your ears open and spot the con-con-con when it's deployed either by opposition or uneducated folks who are rallying against an Article 5 convention of the states. So let me encourage you 
to be ready to spot the con 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 and call it out for what it is. This is the Free to be Free podcast. I'm Paul Phillips. The opinions expressed are my own. You can learn more about the Convention of States project at conventionofstates.com. You can also find the Convention of States project on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. The first thing that you'll want to do at conventionofstates.com is to learn the issue for yourself. Then you'll want to sign the petition to let your state legislators know that you are ready to assert your liberty through an Article 5 Convention of the States. Until next time, stay free, my friends.